0: Welcome back to another diabolical episode of the Brain Eating Podcast. I'm Mel, your favorite big titty
1: heathen. And I'm Beth, your suave, smooth, spicy, sick nest. Beth! Yes! Beth,
0: Beth, I have some exciting news.
1: Ooh, do tell. Uh, Did ugh. you finally learn how to stop being a dumb bitch?
0: No, I still have to study for that test. Oh. god. Anyways, I finally got my surgery date for my hysterectomy, January 3rd. I will be child-free, permanently... Oh, that rhymes. I like (laughs) those.
1: Fuck yeah! (laughs) Giras the fetus. You know, I I
0: think uh, I think I'm gonna ask them if I could keep my uterus once you know they remove it. Why? So I can mail it to the Supreme Court. You no, know, because you know they're so invested in what goes you know on with, with my body and in my body you know it's it's the least i can do
1: <laughs> well that postage is gonna be insane reminds me Hashtag... of judges 19 you know when they uh, mail out <laughs> all the body parts all I over israel Amazon
0: prime my fucking uterus to the supreme Should court totally do it oh my god yes Divided <laughs>
1: into you know
0: <laughs> yeah no refunds you know <laughs> fight
2: it,
1: it. <laughs> well on today's episode we have the absolute pleasure of speaking with justin aka okay. bullet holes in the bible from tiktok okay. and from his website and his podcast
0: i guess
1: uh, <laughs> he also goes by what busting jest
3: that's right. right that's right that's right what <laughs> yeah so <Okay.
1: laughs> he's a rapper now who, who were we busting
0: in like because <laughs> i'm here for it like, <laughs> Yeah, anyway.
3: (laughs) Um, uh, What (laughs) so like my name's Justin Best, so I switched the J and the B to make bust and jest for my uh my rapper persona, you know what I'm saying? I like it, which just so happens to mean you know, making jokes, bust and jest. You know, (laughs) most of my content is actually uh pretty (laughs) anti-Christian. Oh (laughs) yeah,
0: blasphemy. Don't tell the church, they're not gonna like that.
3: I know. I know. (laughs) But I'm hoping that I'm hoping I'll get a record deal with Satan faster that way. So
0: I mean he's a pretty cool guy from what I hear. So you know.
3: (laughs) I've I've had no no problems with him personally.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's he's pretty generous, you know. Generous (laughs) lover,
2: you
3: (laughs) know. Exactly. But
1: anyway. Welcome to the shit show.
3: show. (laughs) Thank you.
1: But before (laughs) we move on to that native gritty, do you know what time it is, Mel?
0: What time is it? It's
1: time for the Bible verse of the
0: day. I hear that shit in my nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> per tradition, we would love the guests to read the Bible verse of the day. What do you have for us today?
3: I have Exodus chapter 9, verse 12. Mm-hmm. I actually have two verses that I want to share with you, mm-hmm. and I should have pulled them up before we started, but in keeping with the Chitzo concept, I figured I, love- I would wait until now.
0: Uh, it's it's very on brand really
3: thank you thank you <laughs> i'm kind of a Renaissance man so <laughs> Let's see. all right so exodus 912 says uh but the lord hardened the heart of Mo- pharaoh and he did not listen to them as the lord had spoken to moses and then isaiah 457 another short one here it says i form the light this is god talking i form the light and the darkness i bring prosperity and i create calamity i the lord do all these things well i have the wrong version the uh, kjv says it I, says
1: evil right evil yeah, yeah. i yeah, yeah
3: i create peace and i create evil i the lord do all these things those are my you're, two mm. verses you're
0: taking it out of context first off yes Eden. i am
3: <laughs> that's what i'm king of doing i I love things out of context yes no so the reason i wanted to share this verse these set of verses was because uh as a ex-christian evangelist now turned uh you know sort of skeptic i'm constantly met with this idea that uh you know god doesn't interfere with in today's world in today's modern context he doesn't get involved with you know Any social thing or any personal thing, because that would be inhibiting the free will of, uh, you know, his people worldwide. So he's got to let things just kind of play out, Mm. you know. (laughs) So I like to remind people of these uh, verses to show them that when God feels like it, apparently he does intervene. So if he's not intervening now, it's because he just doesn't love you, I guess. (laughs) Wow. I mean, it's all he
1: fucking does in the Bible, literally. (laughs) Mm. He appears yep. on the bush, and, and he, mm-hmm. he makes the fish swallow the dude on their toast. You know, appears <laughs> on toast.
3: Like... Well, he does do those type of tricks now. I like that. He right. Appears <laughs> in cheese and toast and things. Well, they,
1: there was like a different level of uh, of his powers and how they diminished throughout time, right? <laughs>
0: oh, <yeah. laughs> Clearly, he's getting Cla- weaker. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> creates
1: world. Appears Great. on bushes. <laughs> writes on the <laughs> wall and then as we go progressively in history, <laughs> right, right. appears on toast. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: on dog, dogs, assholes, you know. Right. Yeah. You know. It's At it's only point. fitting.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Amazing. Well, what can you do? Well, thank yep. you for reading that. But that welcome. was the Bible day.
3: <laughs> My favorite segment of all time. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> i fucking love that theme song even though Me i hate too. I love did you guys
3: have that made professionally mm-hmm. or is that yes just professionally team? big yes. shout out
1: to our friend blaine Vote. Yes,
0: blaine fucking love him he was on uh tiktok but yes okay so i we us would love <laughs> to get to know you better uh can you tell us a little bit about your religious background and how you got to where you are today as far as atheism goes
3: Sure. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's obviously a very long story, but I'll try and keep it as concise as I can. But essentially I was, uh, born and raised in the Christian religion. Um, I was raised for a Southern Baptist for the first 10 to 12 years of my life. And oh, then wow. we moved to a reformed theology, which is like a, a Calvinist church where is Presbyterian church. And I, I kind of mm. stayed there and studied there. I went to an all Christian school, um, through high school. So every single one of my friends was Christian not on the basketball team. I went to youth group. Uh, church uh, three times a week Sunday morning Sunday night Wednesday uh, evening yeah. um, all of my studies were you know religious based church history and all this mm-hmm. stuff up through high school and so I was just completely surrounded by that entire Christian environment my entire like my entire life <laughs> I'm so sorry I'm
1: yeah sorry. yeah
3: <laughs> yeah I know I know uh, so it, from there um, into my 20s I uh, I joined the Marine Corps I spent 13 years mm. in the Marine Corps 13
1: and, years and, Wow. yeah
3: so i ended up traveling all over the place and uh, visiting I, I think i've been in over 28 countries i ended up in over 280 firefights uh oh, i ended shit. up on the history channel and the marine corps museum and all kinds of stuff just traveling around and being involved with a lot That's i was me. at the hurricane katrina really wait rescued.
1: you're in a museum like they show you in yeah. a museum
3: yeah my, me and my buddies are there in the marine corps oh, museum quantico yeah
1: Okay.
2: Well,
3: so, and I was on the American celebrity. Heroes channel, and um, I'm on a book cover in the other room, and so anyway, but
0: where haven't you been, God?
3: <laughs> I've been God. very. I you, I, I've been a lot of places. I've done a lot of a lot of stuff. Um, mm. and, and into my, uh, you know late 20s early 30s i I eventually got out of the marine corps when i was uh let's see i think i was 32 or 30, 33 mm. and when i did that i started actually taking my faith more seriously than i had because oh. when i was when i was young you know it was it was only thing i knew and then when i joined the marine corps and i was exposed to the rest of the world and all, all these other men from everywhere else in the country we all come together and work together for 13 years you're exposed to all kinds of crazy shit, you know. <laughs> so my my like level of uh dedication to Christian ideals was like diminished during that time. You know, I wasn't like super super into it as much. I was mm-hmm. more into just hanging out with my friends and working and drinking and whatever. I wasn't really worried about it. But when I got out of the Marine Corps, I sort of had an existential crisis, like an identity crisis of sorts, mm. and. Um, that kind of that coupled with a lot of other things I was dealing with kind of led into this uh, my, my own personal sort of search for truth. And um, so until I was 36, I was a Messianic Jew. So for about oh. for oh. Four, four or five years. So we studied and kept the Torah, the Old Testament. And we also uh, studied and applied as much of the New Testament as we could. So we, we essentially were Christians, but we also believed that the Old Testament Torah was still applicable to our lives. So we were kind of like a yes. hybrid between Jewish Christians. Hmm. Um, and so I didn't, you know, I didn't do any of the, the pagan holidays because they're pagan, um, you know, Christmas, Easter and, and those type of things. Uh we went we're
1: about Passover though. That's, yeah, we did Passover. You did the Jewish mm. holidays. Mm. Yeah. You know, when the Angel of Death kills the babies. Yeah. That's right. Love yeah. It, fantastic love it. My favorite lot. Yeah.
3: We kept seven biblical feasts through the year. We only did mm. uh Sabbath, which is Shabbat, was what we called it on Saturdays. Saturdays. Mm. We did didn't eat pork, shellfish, any of those things. Oh, um, it's
1: the best thing, man. <laughs> I, uh,
3: well, I, I I took it very 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 seriously, and uh, holy during, shit! In 2017, I started a, a YouTube channel called Christian Truthers, where I was just basically uh, sharing everything I know, and you know, everything I was learning in my research with the rest of the world. And that channel ended up getting 50,000 followers. Wow! And as a result, I ended up with a, I ended up with an online ministry where. Um, I had 800 people sign up to my private ministry where we were doing weekly Bible studies three times a week for men and women. We had kids Bible studies. I traveled around different States doing baptism events. Um, and I, I made these documentaries for, for Christians to help them better understand the deeper theological principles of the, of the scriptures. And, um, I got like three and a half million views on those and it, it, it went really, really well. And, um, as time progressed, I'm trying to give you as fastest version. I'm almost to where I'm no, at now. No, like, oh no 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 no. Take, take the like, whole hour if you want. I feel want. like you have like well, wild stories, but yeah. I do. I have a lot of stories. <laughs> but I, there's a lot of different ways to approach my my deconversion. It's not. It wasn't. It's not just as simple as I'm stating. There's a lot more to it. There's emotional right. aspects and experiences. And of things course. Like that. Yeah, but but I try to focus. You know when it comes to like the life-changing decisions that I'm going to make about how I'm going to spend my lifetime money and relationships, I try and do it with just pure logic, rationality, scholarship, you know, just stuff we can touch and feel and prove. Mm. And so, um, anyway, I, uh, I started studying, um, as, as I got closer and closer to understanding Jewish culture and the Hebrew Torah, I, I studied it so deeply that I started realizing that the New Testament doesn't work with the Old Testament. And oh, so hmm. um, the, in the, first, the, the first clue I had was studying the writings of Paul. And so Paul, of course, is attributed at least seven of the New Testament letters are from Paul. There's only 27 New Testament books and at least seven of them Paul Paul's character wrote or is written by whoever Paul was. Um, but some say up to 13 of them were. So nearly half of the New Testament is attributed to Pauline texts. Mm-hmm. And, um, and um, so when I started to realize that his doctrine and his teaching were actually contrary to what the Torah says, then uh, according to Torah, that made him a false prophet. Mm-hmm. So I started to study out whether or not Paul... You know, met the criteria for being a true apostle of jesus christ based on what the bible itself says is when the when the 12 disciples for example were uh they lost judas right because judas killed himself judas oh okay so, okay okay so when they went to go replace him they were they cast lots you know they were gambling or rolling dice or whatever and um they were trying, well, they were, originally they had to make a decision between two different guys they were looking at. One of them was Matthias, and that, that's who ultimately became the, the replacement for Judas. Um, but uh, the, the, one of the criteria they state in Acts when they're talking about who this next apostle has to be to replace Judas, they said it needs to be someone who, who knew Jesus while he was here who walked around with him mm. and was part of his ministry and witnessed his miracles and his teachings. And it needs to be someone like that to replace Judas. And so Matthias was another one of the lesser, uh, disciples and he end- ultimately ended up becoming the 12th to replace Judas. Mm. And so when I started seeing things like that, both in the acts, uh, in the new Testament acts scriptures, and also in the old Testament, uh, prof- like, uh, Uh, rules for a prophet for there's rules for a prophet in deuteronomy chapter 13 and chapter 18 and paul fails all those rules so does jesus by the way um so
1: that's why they don't recognize him as the messiah exactly so
3: i started realizing paul was basically in my at the time i thought he was a false apostle like he was like this this fake uh guy who snuck in and was was sort of corrupting the new testament scriptures and and uh, when I realized that 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 at least that portion of the scriptures was corrupted from a theological viewpoint, then um, then I realized that I, I lo- We're losing. We're pulling out a lot of doctrine out of the New Testament. So now you're moving all kinds of ideas that Paul wrote. Now come get get ripped out now, right? Hmm. And he wrote a lot of crazy stuff. A lot of stuff that Christians apply to their lives today. Ninety percent of those doctrines came from Paul's letters. Yep. So after Paul was pulled out. In my, at least in my mind at the time, I decided. Well, um, I need to. I need to just stop, uh, kind of beating around the bush here. I need to just, and I need to make sure that Jesus Himself is is legit. Because I, I realized that I had made too many assumptions about the scriptures. I, astru- I assumed they were um, mostly accurate, inspired by God, and um, <clears throat> and it, when read in their totality, could could give you the, the knowledge you need to make a salvation, you know, decision and things like that. And um, but once I started realizing that the, the new Testament, so jacked up, um, I was like, okay, well, I just need to go straight to the point and, and I need to go find out if I can defend Jesus Christ himself. So I, I started writing an article series called the Messiah complex and I'll probably repost it on my website soon, just so people can see what I was thinking through at the time. But um the Messiah Complex was an article series where I was attempting to defend the, the, the existence of Jesus as the Jewish Messiah based on Old Testament texts. So I wanted to go through and say, look, the Old Testament uh, doesn't disallow Jesus's ministry, his life, his, his version of a messianic age and all this. And as I re- wrote through that, I realized that I was wrong essentially. Hmm. And I realized I started to learn. Oh, so I had to dig into like, well, why are the Jews rejecting him? And, and, and now knowing the Torah as well as I did, when I started listening to the Jewish perspective as to why they rejected him, I was like, Oh shit, they're right on. They're right on. He's a false. He doesn't fit. He doesn't fit anywhere in the Jewish. So, so I mean, I just went down these crazy rabbit holes, listening and reading a lot of books and watching all all types of videos. and, Hmm. Uh, especially from people like Dr. Richard Carrier and um, Dr. McDonald. There's a lot of really excellent uh, theologians out there who have basically demonstrated, you know, through just tangible, you know, scholarly research that in in my opinion, if if Jesus, the human being ever, like if the idea of Jesus was based on an actual human person who lived, um, I think that it's only like a one in three chance that that's, that's even true, mm-hmm. but th- there's so many things that, um, that people just tend to, to not really understand. And one of them is there was like a thousand people named Jesus during that time and place. They weren't actually named Jesus, you know, they were called Yeshua, but we transliterated it. Right.
1: Right. 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 <laughs> right.
3: So there could have been a, so this is where, this is where all the scholars have kind of landed was like, mm-hmm technically there could have been a guy named Jesus and maybe he was someone who was like an insurrectionist or Mm. maybe he was trying to push some of these Greek philosophies onto the Jews.
1: apocalyptic preacher, you know? Yeah, Yeah. And
3: maybe they took, you know, what he tried to do. And then, and then Paul, of course, 20, 30 years later expanded on it, you know, but you know, I'm at the place now where I don't think that we even have the enough supporting proof for that. And Mm -hmm. I don't think, i don't think so israel was considered one of the most literate cities on earth during that time because they were so adamant about teaching and reading Mm. hebrew um because it's such a huge part of their religion so jesus was hanging out in judea for 30 years and no one ever wrote a single word about him while he was alive right and everyone knew how to write (laughs) right Right. so we the first writings we have about jesus so-called is from paul paul right starts writing about jesus in like 60 years yeah, late 60s uh, bce or yeah. it's like
1: 20 30 years after it mm-hmm. supposed, right. the supposed yeah. events yeah there's no contemporary writings at all <laughs> exactly
3: it's crazy then, how you
1: can base a whole belief system on this and just blows my mm-hmm. mind
3: mm-hmm. so i mean long story short i pulled on paul and then i, I pulled on jesus and then i realized oh shit it's all fiction guys (laughs) (laughs) from there I I just went I went straight back to the Old Testament and was like why should I even believe this and I started looking at Moses and the ancient Egyptian gods and the Mm -hmm. stories of Noah and just started being like wait a second how much of this shit is bullshit you know
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know for a fact that talking snake is real that's happened (laughs) because there were witnesses there
3: Uh, on God
1: on God (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> uh, so do,
0: do you personally think that Jesus was a real person?
3: No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that the literature we have about him is based on a real person. I okay. think it – because, because – and I have a documentary on my YouTube channel at Bullet Holes, the, or Bullet Holes in the Bible called Jesus is Dionysus. And because there are so many – uh motif comparisons between Dionysus and Jesus and Dionysian cults who already did the Eucharist, the blood and the wine and the Mm. bread. They already uh, were turning water into wine miracles at weddings. This is like the story of uh, Dionysus. He was at a a wedding in Cana. It's a very, uh, a really well-known story in the Greek classics. And it was, it was well-known that the priests of Dionysus would, put these giant huge stone jars of water uh in front of the temple and they would cover them with with blankets and overnight they would all be miraculously turned into wine for the festival of dionysus <laughs> and dionysus you know he was i i know it's not it's not a it's not like zero graphic it's not like he's exactly the same yeah dionysus, dionysus didn't there's, have the a of uh, yeah. there's
1: a lot of parallels uh there's a lot of copy paste uh. and like
0: i i think there's in the ancient egyptian uh gods there's a virgin birth as well Mm -hmm. so i'm I'm like they're they're just like pieces bits and pieces of different religions that they're just stolen it's exactly colonized (laughs) you
3: know yeah you're exactly right yeah (laughs) I mean, the egyptian the the egyptian goddesses being virgin goddesses was like a very common thing Mm -hmm. and there's like so many different motifs through different um cultures of the the idea of immaculate conception the idea of right someone having birth without actually having sex that's all over pre-christian literature so
2: yeah
3: but yeah so because like because i see i see romulus i see osiris i mm-hmm. see dionysus i even see titus which is a really interesting study i'm going to work on it pretty soon mm-hmm. um it i just don't i don't i don't see anything real yeah you know
1: yeah, stories. <laughs> <laughs> what man made what?
3: <laughs> I am baffled. <laughs> baffle baffled. Baffle. <laughs> Beat to it, man.
0: <laughs> God damn it!
3: You're a fucking comedic genius, bro. <laughs>
0: Don't lie to him. <laughs> Lying is a sin. Okay? Did you hear that, Mel?
3: Did, no, did I did hear that. No,
0: I'm glad I'm like 13% deaf in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> fucking a God. don't don't stroke his eagle he, ego. he <laughs> <it>. <laughs> What? <laughs> anyway um <laughs> what was the biggest struggle for you in your deconstruction from all those years of being in the faith
3: um identity and morality i think were mm. the uh, i think i got i think i got through it pretty quick Thankfully, because I, okay. I was pointed to the right places to figure it out. But mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. biggest struggle I would say first is identity, because you literally have an identity crisis when you leave your entire family, all your friends, and everything mm-hmm. you thought you knew about morality, you leave that behind. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, one of the most dangerous things about Christianity is that it, it is an identity manipulation mm-hmm. that it, that does a real number on your self-esteem um, on your purpose, you know? So the, on the one hand, the Bible hands you these like, uh, on a silver platter, like John the Baptist said, they hand you this like answer to everything. Oh, well, God, you know, uh, right. Where did I come from? Why am I here? Where am I going? They're like, Oh, God. They're right? it's all right <laughs> God. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when you have that and you lose it, then you're immediately left with, okay, so what, not, why am I here now? you know, and <laughs> what is my purpose now? And, and, um, you know, who am I now? And so, Going through that was um, probably the hardest part. But uh, luckily, while I was deconstructing or beginning my deconstruction, I was also on the path of psychoeducation about Mm. narcissistic abuse. Mm. So I started studying narcissistic abuse in depth because uh, it became Jackie and I, my wife and I both became aware that we had, at the time, we were focusing on me, but through my father and through my uh, ex wife, and we didn't realize at first through religion in general but through those two we knew i had endured a lot of narcissistic abuse and she had as well Mm. so i started going into counseling for uh recovering from narcissistic abuse Mm -hmm. and it just so happened that that was happening right at the time i needed it to because uh recovering from narcissistic abuse or religious trauma syndrome is so largely dependent upon uh your ability to look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that you are enough that you are beautiful you are whatever you say you are you know and christianity has just for my whole life was like you're a wretch you're a sinner you Mm -hmm. fail every day you're broken Mm -hmm. right right Right. so i learned these i learned i started learning a lot of like affirmations and self-love exercises and reading literature to understand narcissistic personality disorder better and how it affects people even even how it affects you in your birth order based on how many kids you had you know mm-hmm. it's just really getting into that and the more i saw um what narcissistic personality disorder does to people and what it looks like the more i also simultaneously realized this is the whole church this is mm. this the this it, and not every single individual obviously you know right. Right. but this the is whole god system and this is god the god character my... of god right. is a nar-
1: mm-hmm. yeah he's a
3: narcissist 100% i mean I, there's a famous narcissistic narcissist abuse recovery counselor on YouTube. Her name's Rebecca Zung and she's like a, an attorney and she does all these wonderful videos has a huge mm-hmm. channel. And she did a video um, about six months ago called six unspoken rules of a narcissist. And so mm-hmm. what I did was I took that video and I made another one. I kind of re I did a review of her video along mm-hmm. with beside her called six unspoken rules of a narcissistic God. And I show mm-hmm. how, she unintentionally makes god out to be like the biggest piece of shit on the planet you know we've ever heard of like i think she, i
1: watched that on tiktok or maybe a snippet of it yeah yeah you posted something oh. like that yeah
3: mm. It's textbook it's textbook so recovering from religion from for me all of a sudden became uh sort of it kind of happened to, like what i needed to recover from religion in terms of that new identity mm-hmm. was was happening simultaneously while i was already trying to okay talk myself up and you know <laughs> look at myself in the mirror and say well what are you interested in what do you want to do you know mm-hmm. what do mm-hmm. you like um because you know i had just been walked all over my whole life i mean i mm. I, I, mean, I stood up for myself what i needed to you know yeah but but i said yes to everybody i would overcommit myself and narcissists as you know they'll just eat you up if you yes. like that they'll just take advantage yep. of it yep so I think identity was with the first, the first thing, you know, just kind of answering who am I and and that tied right into morality too. Mm -hmm. And so um, I started to focus, I started studying Zen. I started Mm -hmm. uh, studying Tao and kind of looking for like a completely, I wanted a completely different perspective. You know, Mm -hmm. I wanted to hear what the, you know, the Eastern philosophies had to say. And I, I realized very quickly, one of the, one of the, funniest things is probably stupid in hindsight but at the time i thought it was so interesting that these aren't really religions you know i thought these things were all religions Uh, there are other religions obviously but Mm. zen and dao is more about philosophy of living philosophy Mm. of self and you know right where where we fit into nature and things like that and um so that was really helpful too because it, it gave me the perspective i needed as, as someone who was a cultural Christian, I thought that Christians had a monopoly on morality and when you, when you leave Christianity you're mm. all like, well everyone's evil and demonic now you know <laughs> so it, it came at a time when I needed it and I started realizing no like these are these are good people they're happy people they're kind and peaceful and wise, and they have really good insights and they don't they don't have Jesus so I started to realize like you know um, there, there is I, I really believe that there's a there's a natural Morality that coincides with our natural instincts. You know, Mm -hmm. like you look at monkeys or or dolphins or whatever, they care for each other, they take care Mm -hmm. of each other, they share, they defend each other, they're kind, Mm -hmm. they're loving. You know, they want to have sex. You know, (laughs) like these are all completely normal things. And and so, when I realized like how like I felt, I just felt stupid. I was like, wow, how did I not notice that everyone else in the world is actually nicer than Christians? And they're <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's interesting you bring that up because when you look at the Christian values, we're gonna call them values. Mm. It's all about controlling your natural instincts.
3: You exactly. Yep. It's just so true.
1: And when you control someone's natural instincts, you can control their fucking mind and do whatever you fuck you want. It's all about control, guys. You know,
0: <clears throat> purity culture is fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. I just <clears throat>
1: Like,
3: so really then where do
1: you get your morals, sir? <laughs> I,
3: I honestly just go off the golden rule. You know, I, I uh, try not to hurt. I try not to do to people what I don't want done to me. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I try not to hurt anyone if I can avoid it. But mm-hmm. I actually wrote down 12 rules for a living that my wife, my wife and I made them up together. Oh. And I have a chalk marker and we have like a glass wall on our shower. That's cool. I wrote them all across the the, the thing there, but there are rules, like, um, you know, um, one of the rules actually is do not show empathy to people who do not show empathy.
2: Mm. And
3: I know that sounds like really harsh, but that's a requirement. <laughs> it's a requirement. Otherwise you will be walked on and destroyed. Yep. Like, you know, And so if you're going to be bullied, 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 you got to fucking, you got to stand up for yourself, you know? Um, So uh, another one is, uh, you know, peace should be protected uh, at all costs. However, uh, force should be used sparingly, you know? So like, Mm. we shouldn't be looking for reasons to go fight. We should be trying to avoid that, you know? Right. Um, So just just real basic things. Uh, One of them is like, uh, you know, Uh, be intentional about the way you think about yourself because the way you think about yourself what you think about yourself you are you know Mm. so it's just just stuff like that you know it's kind of like i I don't know i I think it's stuff that most people would agree with um
2: yeah i I love that i love that idea that's very
3: close to
1: modern satanism just saying (laughs) i know i
3: know i I know (laughs) Doesn't doesn't Satan get Satanism, yourself
1: a satanic Bible and you'll you'll find yourself there.
3: Isn't there a rule, uh one of the tenets of uh of Satanism, isn't it like if someone annoys you and then and then they don't stop then you should destroy them or something? Yeah,
1: it's kind of dramatic, but <laughs> but yeah, I mean
0: I, I get it, but
3: no. yeah. You I must destroy it. them. I, I, <laughs> I heard that once and I wasn't sure if it's true or not, so I just thought it, no, yeah,
1: it isn't there, yes. Um I mean, you can apply it in whichever way you want to think about it, right? Like someone comes into your home and invades it. I I think you Mm. shouldn't just sit there, right? No, absolutely. Uh, Someone's like beating up your your loved ones in front of you. What are you going to do?
3: Well, it's like the empathy thing. Right, exactly. Yeah. So that and... Don't be a doormat. Exactly. Which it's
0: so hard to unlearn that because mm-hmm. growing yes. up i was very much that and mm-hmm. now like it's it's weird because like for the people who've been following us for the long for since the beginning like tiktok really helped me come out of my like my little shell like awesome, now you awesome. can't like shut me up like i was very quiet as a kid um never had an opinion and now i'm like <laughs> you know <You're> <laughs>
2: but, <a damn>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um but, uh, yeah, it's, it's very, very hard to learn or to unlearn. I'm sorry.
3: It takes to... a ton of bravery.
0: It does. It does. And I yeah. think it
1: all starts with self-love and uh, yeah. acknowledging that you should take up the space that you need to take up and your right. voice should be heard. Right? Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you should take could... care of yourself. Yes, exactly. And, like, mm-hmm. I recently cut out – Like I, we were talking earlier. Uh, I recently cut off my family because of the toxicity and just mm-hmm. that kind of stuff and it's fucking tough it is so hard mm-hmm. but it's it's for my best it's like like yeah. you said it's like self-love you have to like learn set your boundaries and if they don't mm-hmm. fucking you know follow the Respect boundaries that. yeah fuck off you know yeah <laughs> but anyway
3: yeah um, but were you having like was it primarily religious stuff or was it other
0: um so basically like I told my mom after my dad had died that I wanted to just start over relationship wise. Cause when mm-hmm. my dad was alive, he was just garbage and
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, but mm-hmm. I tried to set boundaries with her. Okay. Mm-hmm. We, we start over relationship wise. We don't talk about politics. We don't talk about religion. Cause that's, we've different, you're, know, we, you know, we're, we're very different on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she was she was fine for like a good month and then she she brought everything up. Ugh. And so I exploded and I I kind of felt good. I I cursed out my mom mm-hmm. and it was so like just freeing. Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah, it was it was a but yeah, no, it was basically just I set a boundary. She did not care for it. She she thought because she is my mother, she doesn't have to respect my boundaries.
2: Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> there goes mm-hmm. my my relationship with your your, your daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah. So that's where I'm at currently. Wow. I'm trying to battle with with myself. Hey, so.
3: there's a book you might like. It's called mm-hmm. uh, It's called Will I Ever Be Good Enough by um, a, a lady. I think her name is Catherine McBride, and mm-hmm. it's it's for healing the daughters of uh, maternal Narcissistic abuse. That's
1: very Ooh, specific. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. What, what's it called? Will it's I ever? It's called.
3: Will I ever be good enough? Okay. And, oh, thing is, Carol McBride or Catherine McBride is such a good book. McBride. Okay. It helped. Thank it you. helped my wife a lot because she she endured some of that shit too. Oh, was but. she
0: uh, also uh, in in the cult? <laughs>
3: Yeah, well, her parents were like just cultural Christians, you know, but they mm, didn't actually okay. go to church and stuff. She would hitch rides with her friends to go to youth group and and mm-hmm. um do all that stuff, but um her, you know, they said they were Christians, but she she never really lived the Christian life until her and I got married and we got married um, Oh, when I was like 30 cuz I was we were both previously married, so.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. So, when you got married, that's when you got into the messianic Judaism
3: within a couple of years yeah Oh no, mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. she okay. married we got married uh like a year before i got out of the marine corps in 2015.
2: oh wow okay wow.
0: and
3: so within within two years i was like a full-time like youtube prophet or whatever i was just a bible teacher you know yeah but, wow uh, yeah so it i actually so i just want to like i t- i i don't think enough christians realize how much time and study is done by people who become atheists. Or uh, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. So like I, I, um, when I got out of the Marine Corps, I went and finished my uh, bachelor's degree of business. And then I went on to get my master's degree of uh, business also with a um, marketing strategy concentration. And I got a 4.0 magna cum laude in that master's degree. And then I went oh, and shit. got another master's degree in, in human resources. And so Oops. I was, yeah, 4.0 on that one as well. So, like, I'm not. I don't. I don't care to brag. The only reason I say these things Rag. is say, <laughs> I learn. I'm just very good at. I'm good at remembering things. Let's put it mm-hmm. that way. And I'm good at writing. And I'm good at communicating. And I'm just. That's just my 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 strength is like, in, right. And in reading and writing and under and remembering and recalling crazy ideas and shit. Mm-hmm. So um, it so when I started teaching on YouTube, I, it, it were it made a splash. I mean, it was it was it was uh it was going really good, but what again like when i started studying more and more deeply it eventually led to me being an agnostic atheist and (laughs) i i just see so many stories (laughs) so many stories of people like that i mean people i deeply respect because they're i mean they make me look like i'm a fucking idiot (laughs) you know they're so smart yeah and and they have the same journey you know it's so now now being on this side of things i kind of feel like uh it's like The truth will set you free, you know, like I finally earned my reward, (laughs) but it's hard. It's
1: funny that that's a lot of people that we've interviewed in the last, you know, almost two years now in this podcast that studying things in depth with Mm -hmm. religion. (laughs) Cost them to become atheists. Like, yeah. People go, go to figure. Bible college
0: and they're like, wait a minute. What the wait fuck a damn minute. Wait a damn minute.
3: I know. seriously like my comments section is probably like 10% people who are like, ex Bible teacher here, you know, yeah. ex, ex yep. priest here, ex, you know, whatever. Yeah. And they're like, he's right. This is bullshit. You know, <laughs> <laughs> there's just so many of them. It's, it's it's really growing. I Actually, I did a video uh, last week on TikTok about the Christianity in decline, s- statistically, because it's it's on its way out. Yes. I'm excited about it. We're I to did one, that. too,
1: but it was more of a dance video.
3: <laughs> did you get the moves from your book? Yes. Honestly,
1: And for those of y'all who – I I will show you now the book uh, that I was showing them before we even started recording. Oh, my Uh, God. It's called Dancing with Jesus. It's Uh,
0: holographic. Oh, my God.
1: And so – Oh, shit. It's green, It's Whoa. Uh,
3: That's that's It's a real bookshelf. It's a It's a real bookshelf. You're a Satanist. (laughs) Satanist. (laughs) What is this
0: sorcery? Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) So this little book has – Jesus inspired dance moves.
0: I love so. that he's white too. Look at his goat.
1: Yeah, oh
3: yeah. There's a water walk. <laughs> hey, you could tell he's doing the Carlton on that one.
0: The, for real? Like, the ooh, what, what is he going to do with this hammer? Like, is this, foreshadowing? <laughs> this is foreshadowing.
1: Like- well, that one says before Jesus got caught up in the whole savior thing, he was just a blue collar stiff <laughs> making ends meet as a carpenter.
0: Oh my God. Talk
1: about a multifaceted guy. <laughs> Not talk, talk only, awkward. <laughs> not only could the man from Galilee calm the water and raise the dead, he could also crank out a nice looking end table.
2: Oh my god!
1: <laughs> Just imagine the king of kings staining a kitchen chair or sanding a stool, and you've got all the fodder you need to perform these steps. <laughs> so then, it gives you instructions on how to. How to do this? Oh my god, the
0: carpenter Uh, jig.
1: And yeah, and oh, this one's good too. The temptation tango.
0: Oh, oh, god damn it. I need we need to fucking like (laughs) how we create. Oh, you froze. Imagine
1: my my image froze for a second there. Um, but. The fucking temptation candle. We need That's to do that. We the, gotta perform the, the that at next the convention. 80s convention.
0: We're gonna fucking do that. I'm gonna take
1: this with me. Okay. Did you uh, notice
3: how tempted Jesus looked in that picture? Oh, he I'm looks just saying,
0: so. That that finger was sexy as fuck. Not gonna so, lie. Yeah,
3: Satan was like trying to be like, "Yo, let me get some of them. Let, let me get, get let I me turn, turn him, he's them like, cheek, bro. He's like, <laughs> not, not in public, bro. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually,
1: there is a uh, the cheek turn uh that, step. That's, it's
0: a twerk it's a jesus twerk L- look at oh, it. L- look man. at his ass like oh my god, <laughs> oh, my god.
2: <laughs>
0: it's like i want i want another jesus to be on the other side and go you know <laughs> <laughs> god, yeah bring that next time or to the next atheist convention
1: oh yeah by the way justin they're uh, American Atheists does, yes. uh annual convention we gotta
0: start really? promoting
1: and the next one will be in April. phoenix arizona yes on hey. the weekend of easter easter weekend easter
0: weekend <laughs> naturally so
3: oh sick that's awesome come? come what's, it out. what's it called again
1: uh american atheist is the yeah. organization american atheists with okay. plural and it's sick. just the convention that they do um the website is atheist.org.
3: Okay, cool,
0: great organization. We've interviewed the president, Nick Fish. He's amazing. We we, we wow. had Gail. No, I'm sorry. Oh, we did have Gail, but she she was there at the convention. Gail Jordan, uh, oh, another sick. amazing person. But
1: Allison Allison McGill. She's the McGill. Yes, she's the you. vice president of legal and policy from Atheists American Atheists, and she's fantastic as yes. well. And we had the pleasure of interviewing them.
3: That is yeah. cool, man. Do they have a Do they have a website like for uh, for for Christian answer, like Christian literature type stuff? Like, I mean, like answering questions or something like that.
1: So, what they do mostly is policy work uh, in regards okay. to separation of church and state. But
0: but, but they, they might do. have so- like sources on their site to be like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, go here.
1: Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But if you're looking for a resource that has to do with deconversion, we always want to give a shout out to Recovering yes. from Religion. Recoveringfromreligion.org. Fantastic organization. They also have a hotline uh, for those of you doubting your faith. You go to 184 I Doubt It. That is their actual phone number. Yes. I fucking love it. Hmm. And what they do is that they have support for those who are doubting their faith or who are in the process of deconstruction and leaving that, you know, aspect of their lives. And they also have a I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought. They have the, oh my God, uh, secular, secular ther- therapy, The secular therapy secular project. project. Yes. Mm. Which is a database of secular therapists Uh and you can yes. access those services. It's really fucking cool.
3: That's awesome. That's Amazing great, programs. Yeah. We
1: interviewed the founder and CEO as well. No, not the CEO. He's the founder and president, right? President, mm-hmm. Dr. Yeah. Daryl Ray.
2: Yeah.
0: Awesome, guys. Amazing. Big shout out to like, Dr.
1: Daryl Ray. Love him. And then we also interviewed the CEO. Is she CEO or president? I can't, or director. I think director. That's her director. title. Yeah. Director yeah. of Recovering from Religion, Gail Jordan. Oh, I want to give her a hug. She's had, so freaking
3: nice.
0: She has goats, and I still we need to go visit her.
1: We <laughs> should Ugh.
3: go visit her. She has, you. like, actual goats. An actual yeah.
0: farm, and I, like, will ugly cry if I get to <laughs> hold, a, hold a baby goat or, you know. <laughs> Ugh, I want a goat so bad. Uh,
1: <laughs> but go. anyway. I like goat cheese. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, I like turtles. I
2: like, I like turtles. I to say that.
0: that was so random. I love that. Oh my god. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, I have a question. What part of your character are you allowed to explore now since leaving the faith?
3: Hmm. What part of my character am I allowed to explore um that's a good question i've really been exploring a lot more musically i just over the last year i wrote i've only read i've only written four four or five songs only four of them are published right now um so i started writing you know hip-hop and rap because i always Mm -hmm. wanted to and never had the balls to do it so i started doing that and that's awesome Um yeah. yeah yeah And um, and your artist name is Bustin. Bustin Jess. I
1: fucking
0: love that. (laughs) Thank you.
3: Thank you. I I actually just dropped a new single last week. Oh shit! It's also called Bustin Jess, so it's Bustin Jess by Bustin Jess. And you can actually (laughs) you can now ask Alexa and she'll play it for you. You can say, "Alexa, play Bustin Jess by Bustin Jess." (laughs) That's awesome. So fuck yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. My character. Yeah, I really feel like my character hasn't changed very much. Um, you know, I've I've reexamined as many I reexamine things constantly. You know, mm-hmm. to to and I ask myself why do I think this is a good idea or bad. Um, like, you know, sexuality has completely changed. I was I was a right. uh, hardcore conservative mm. for a long time. In two thousand sixteen election, um, I was campaigning for Trump, and I had I actually built up thirty thousand Twitter followers just campaigning for infowars and trump and um, Mm oh i had uh paul joseph watson from infowars would retweet my tweets and um uh trump's uh advisor um or lawyer cohen what's his name michael cohen
0: michael cohen yeah
3: yeah he i talked to him on the phone a couple times he helped me with a fundraiser i was working on in california for a homeless lady out there wow um yeah it, it was it's i'm telling you like I, i've just when i get involved in social media i just get uh, i just get lucky i don't know but um, do you want to help us publish our you <laughs> know like, yeah i do I do, I do you want to write us. our
1: theme song do you want to be a booking agent because <laughs> uh, right now our booking agent sucks shut the yeah. fuck up <laughs> what do you oh you're trying
3: to you trying to get an agent
1: Not nah, just just no, kidding <laughs>
3: We'll no, pay no. you with candy or something. I actually had a dude. Um, <laughs> candy. I had a dude reach out to me with goat too. cheese. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, sorry. that
3: be disgusting. No, I was just yeah. kidding. But yeah, if you want to
1: help out, for sure, we can talk after. No,
3: yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to help the community in general. I want to help. Fuck yeah. I want right. to help like bring as much content like this content to in many places as we can, you know? yes so and you what you guys are doing is awesome i love your your oh thank you oh seriously (laughs) seriously i can't wait to like share this with everybody when we're done or whenever it's ready but
1: fuck yeah yeah. you know what i was gonna say it's it's so innocent it interesting with a a lot of people who used to be very religious who also were conservative and when they deconvert they end up switching sides politically Mm -hmm. what I mean, there still are atheist no, uh Republicans. Sorry, um, <laughs> um, yeah.
0: but yeah, no. Most no, of the no. I mean, it's... In,
1: but it's it's just very interesting, right? Yeah. It is. It is conservatism it is. and religion are hand in hand in this country. Yep. Mm-hmm.
3: Christian nationalism. I know. would
0: highly recommend. We just, my husband and I just watched. It's called God Forbid on yeah. Hulu. It's about the Jerry Falwell Jr. pool boy scandal.
1: Oh, I gotta check it out. Um,
0: yeah it's very interesting especially like when 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 they get to like 2016 the whole trump thing you know Mm -hmm. but it's very very interesting so white white uh christian nationalism you know Mm -hmm. gotta love it
3: (laughs) yeah it's so scary it's it's like literally like morphing into like a genuine cult like yeah it's crazy
0: but after these midterms though they're like starting to uh, abandon him and because mm-hmm. they're they're, I think DeSantis. they're trying to get some DeSantis because yeah. Florida. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's um, my governor right now.
0: Mine too. So there so you're you go. In Florida too. Yep. Where you at? you at you're, where you're in? Tampa. Losers.
3: Well, don't disclose. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell
0: you after. We don't. I'll, I'll tell state, but I won't tell wh- gotcha, okay. where. I mean, that's um,
3: probably smart.
1: Yeah.
0: But I, I think we're very close to each other. <clears throat> if I oh cool, cool. If I heard correctly. But anyway, um, but old yeah, Floridians,
1: so. you know what? I'm, I'm gonna. Re- <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i'm like i'm not surprised that you know desantis won honestly um because they didn't throw money at chris at all i mean i wasn't a big fan of chris either but mm-hmm. um but i'm i'm mm. uh i saw that there's a gen z a 25 year old gen z from florida going into the senate i believe really? so yeah so like, that's cool that's He's the only Latino. <laughs>
1: yeah Good. yes i think so, it's like dominican or puerto rican i forget I which think one so Different. yeah
3: that's but great. yeah
0: um but it's it's funny because like the you'll, you'll see like the blue spots in florida and it's mm-hmm. like we're just surrounded by all the red so yeah
3: yeah
1: um, totally i'm so sorry you live there that's why i'm trying to
3: move <laughs> yeah, well that was uh that 2016 election is when we flipped from blue to red the the state in general yeah, yeah. oh really
2: yeah.
0: that was yeah, the first was, fun was... oh sorry
3: no, I was gonna say it was like kind of a swing state for kind of. It was like on the
0: right. Yeah, yeah. I've and always that, heard of this like red. a purple, purple state.
3: Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. But th- that was the first election I actually voted in because I didn't care about politics. Mm-hmm. You know, I-, I knew nothing. And 2016, I'm like, oh hell no. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now well, I'm like,
2: hell yeah. Right, right.
0: Since you were in that situation, <laughs> but yeah. Um. Yeah, so, I, I, I voted ever since. So,
1: yeah, good. And related to what you were talking about, how you used to be for Trump, how at what point did you end up, you know, switching sides or stop supporting mm. that side?
3: Honestly, like as as soon as I realized that I was no longer a Christian, holy um, shit! Um, I am. like immediately I saw what everyone was talking about, and I didn't understand before. I saw. I saw the misogyny and, and patriarchy in the, scrip- in the scriptures mm-hmm. and I saw it in the church and I saw it in the conservative movement. Suddenly I realized like, I don't know. I just, I just started once I realized it was all bullshit. I almost wanted to switch sides politically mm-hmm. just to like, just to get as far away from Christianity as I could. And honestly, once I, once I kind of, you know, I, I just started looking at I started looking at the issues again and rethinking about it. Like, am I really not really on this side because I really agree with all this crazy rhetoric and all this right. nationalistic propaganda, or is it because I think it's like the Christian thing to do, you know? Right. And it, I, it was because I thought it was the Christian thing to do. And, and it's, it's like, as soon as all that came off, like all this like natural empathy washed over me. And I'm like, dude, we should be protecting mm-hmm. minority classes. We should be protecting the lgbtq we should be we should stop fucking with women's fucking medical rights like suddenly it just like i don't know It just all of a sudden it started making sense it just crumbled huh
1: yeah wow
3: Mm -hmm. Mm. so you know (sighs) so on on each issue i'm still like um every time i'm hit with a new issue i'm just like i don't i don't look to see what the right or left says i just like try and make my own decision you know right of
1: course that's how it should be Yeah, yeah yeah Yep. yep yep
3: but I've just found that I'm more in tune with the left now than mm-hmm. I was. So, <laughs>
1: yeah. And I recently was able to vote for the first time ever in my life, which is fucking cool. Cause... Who
0: becomes a U.S. Oh, citizen? Really? Now? So I
1: became a U.S. citizen this year.
0: What a loser. Oh, really? Unfortunately. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, and yeah, I was able to vote for the first time. So that's that was awesome, cool. man. That's fun. And although I, I fucking hate, huh? Did you get a sticker? I did, but it fell off
0: my mine's on my wallet like
1: i vote for just a sticker okay let's be real yeah. all right is, like- I, I was excited for the sticker oh yeah and although i hate the two-party system here it's fucking bullshit mm. i mean yes one is more progressive than the other one in the end it's it, ugh, it, they're all corrupt. They're, they're all corrupt. corrupt they're all making money it, yep. it's disgusting but yep. i did vote blew down the ticket unfortunately that's mm-hmm. what we're stuck with at well, this since time yeah exactly uh, uh, I, it just really sucks
3: I feel the same way well we,
0: at least we, your uh, governor is blue okay that is <laughs> true
1: <laughs> and uh, if we, you want to if for those of you who actually listen to our show uh, and watch our show all three of you uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen the episode of <laughs> <laughs> all three of us here
2: yeah,
1: if you'll want to check out the interview that we did with Nick Fish, he is the president of American Atheists, right here. Uh, just go to our podcast website, which is the YouTube channel Burning In Podcast. You will find uh, we did it about a month ago. There's the interview sorry, with Nick sorry. Fish. We discuss white nationalism,
0: yes, mm. that's a very and
1: anything that has to do with you know policy uh, separation of church and state. It's very informative. Great interview. Highly awesome. recommend it. Yes. Yes.
3: yes i Very think the separation of church and state thing is like paramount right now i think that's like should be i wish that was like on the ticket as one of the debate things for presidents to talk about you know it's, it's yeah. so big yes because that's, just, that's like,
1: where we're at right now and it's,
3: mm-hmm.
1: it's a slippery slope it just blows my mind how i mean it's in the in the it's one of the amendments right Freedom no religion like mm-hmm. why is yeah. this such a yeah, huge fucking debate. Because
0: right? we're a Christian nation, Beth. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
3: Oh my gosh, dude! I know. I, I know. I, I wanted. I wanted to do a study. I, I just thought about this earlier. Or uh, mm. I want to see if, since like where we're at right now, I, I want to say it's like a seventy something percent. I have to pull the stats up again. Mm. Still, still call themselves Christian or something. Mm-hmm. Of, of course, it's in decline. But mm. um, yep the uh i wonder if i wonder if we only have 70 percent christian politicians in our country you know or or, you know like if there is there diversity and inclusion because i studied human resources you know so Mm i'm i'm curious if like the government was held up to the equal employment opportunity commission would they get sued or they you know Mm. what i'm saying
0: right right Hmm. it
3: just seems like i I think think a lot of
1: these politicians are secretly you know non-believers and just the for doing the, it part, for the evangelical right. vote mm-hmm. so
3: yeah but we don't know
1: it's hard to know
3: yeah yeah
1: uh, <sighs> but we have a lot of openly atheists uh, or openly there, non-believers there's, there's a couple there's of, a few but there's, there's a few I feel like yeah. there's more they're just on purpose you know I yeah, agree the facade of religion mm-hmm. I agree because it's all a political move of course you're also, not going to get votes <laughs> yeah
3: well, hopefully, like, our generation and the next one will find themselves in a in a country where people do feel comfortable saying, I'm proudly, uh, you know, the first governor of Florida who's an open agnostic atheist, you know, right, whatever. Right, But Hopefully, we'll get there, you know. Um, yep. Or don't but, uh, even
0: bring religion in at all. Exactly. You know? That'd be like, the best thing in the whole how world. How the fuck, like...
3: <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Uh, exactly. I just...
0: But Gen Z rocked their shit this midterms, and it was fucking. And now they want to want they want to up the voting yeah. age to twenty one. I'm like, why? Hmm. Gen Z, yeah. Aww. I fucking love. I hate and I love Gen Z so much. Oh,
3: Gen Z is gonna kick ass. Dude. They
0: yeah. rocked their shit, and I'm so happy.
3: They're they're the messiah. they yeah. Yeah. yeah like,
1: <laughs> so-
3: <laughs> Talk about a red wave, like red, they said. Right?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
3: Now Gen Z. Gen Z has like excellent critical thinking skills like yes. they're way better at just being like well that doesn't make any fucking sense right. you know mm-hmm. i think like so you know when the boomers raised millennials i'm like an older millennial mm-hmm. um we weren't like allowed to question shit as frequently like we, exactly. we did anyway we did anyways you know that's right. why they call it like generation Y, we, d- we did anyways but it was like in it was like impeded it was like hindered and we didn't have the internet mm-hmm. our whole lives you know and all this right but gen z has been raised with a little more empathy from some of us you know <laughs> yeah and they've been given the freedom to think and they've had the tools that we don't even yeah even youtube
1: have. tiktok facebook TikTok has been
0: oh, yeah has mm-hmm. been instrumental and i think well tiktok might be going away soon so oh really yeah apparently they're because it's run in china so they are very they're doing some shady shit and it might be banned in the u.s like legit Mm. so (sighs) (laughs) yeah unless it does like an american buyout you know like american um Mm. headquarters i guess um because they're stealing everybody's data so, oh yeah great yes well yeah. that
3: was fun while it lasted <laughs>
0: <laughs> two years it got me through the pandemic so yeah <laughs> I we're still in it but uh, yeah. but yeah oh,
1: well how, is, how has TikTok been for you in the last mm, yes. month I guess
0: have you been banned I'm, yet
3: I haven't been banned yet Motherfucker! Uh, you're one. not a
0: true atheist I know <laughs>
3: I've only had one community guidelines uh, violation. Must
0: be nice. <laughs> Three today, lady. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it, it was because uh, yeah. some dude said that uh, he was talking about how effeminate and gay I look and all this oh. stuff. And so I replied and it was just like, you have a crush on me, don't you? And I started just saying, yes! like, you're so insecure because you want me and all this <laughs> shit. And he, he fucking... Uh, yes! He reported me for bullying, harassing. Him. Of course, He
1: probably had a boner, but well, probably awkward that.
3: boner. He very, very confused.
0: You know, oh, it like, happens to the best of us.
1: Yeah,
3: it's like, <laughs> that's like probably one of the no- most frequent comments I hear from people who hate me
0: mm-hmm.
3: is some stupid shit about my hair. And I'm just like, it's you like, want to touch it, don't you?
1: Your hair is amazing, sir. You you, well, the like thing
0: it. is, like, you look like their ideal Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, I know, I know. you like what it's ironic Ugh.
3: it's ironic for sure oh, yes. Check out the,
1: look at that I, hurt like it's
0: amazing. like how much shampoo do you like got I, I, gallons
1: I,
3: I, <laughs> <laughs> no man i i don't i i mean i don't i don't i don't have to do much for it it's it's like risk naturally it's thick like naturally clearly. oh yeah i just damn. i wash it like once a week honestly. that's some bullshit sir
0: that's a bullshit I
3: know. I know it's just i'm lucky man damn but, yeah and you know, I didn't, I didn't have long hair my whole life until I just grew it out just now. So oh, really? Cool. Oh, yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to have
1: long hair for about ten years, and I think I sent you a photo to. Yeah, I
3: like that. It looks good, <laughs> man.
1: It looks <laughs> good. It was shit. It was like <laughs> dead, 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 oh. dead. The split ends had split ends. It looked like a vine. Like you just touch it, and then it just <laughs> boop, it just breaks in half. Yeah. If you terrible. take care
0: of it, you know, wash it take every care of it. wash it every now and then. No, know? I did
1: wash it. I did wash it. Well, maybe I overwashed it. I don't know. Mm. I also never got it trimmed, so it was pretty bad. Oh, <laughs>
3: there you go. That'll do it. That'll That's do it. it.
2: Yep.
0: yep.
3: That's the thing, bro. <laughs> God
0: damn it. Yep. Uh, um. Okay. So one last question for you. What would be your advice for people who are newly deconstructing out
3: of the faith? Um, if they're newly deconstructing, so they've already, they've already decided, yeah, I think this is got some, this is some BS and mm-hmm. I want to move away from the faith and where well, they already are. Um, I would say that the first piece of advice I would give anyone is to um learn to practice self-love exercises Mm -hmm. and um consider consider getting you know uh, a therapy at least one or two therapy sessions just to to get to take inventory of where you're at psychologically you know um you don't have to do that you can just read and and do Mm -hmm. your own research and stuff like that but i really think that most people who have been in one of the abrahamic religions especially islam and christianity jews not so much they're they're like super cool and lax about it they're not like as hardcore fear-based mind control like everybody else um but especially those two Uh, i don't think most people realize just how much narcissistic and uh religious abuse they've experienced in many cases Mm. and it can cause lifelong identity issues and self-esteem issues and confidence problems and Uh, And all that all that doubt and and fear and shame can 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 leave Christianity with you when it really should stay behind with fucking Christianity.
1: Exactly. So
3: I would say that that's the first thing I would recommend people do is just really take just take care of themselves, you know, Mm -hmm. give themselves permission to take care of themselves.
1: Did you experience fear of hell? I know that's something that a lot of people who were Christian had. And once they deconverted, it was something that was still lingering
3: you know, I've been asked that question a lot lately. Oh. I've, I actually was, I got a couple of emails about that. email. Oh. and um, you get emails, <laughs> he, I gets gets emails Mel. he gets
0: emails Most Oh emails. my god,
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I honestly know, honestly, no. Okay, I don't, have, I don't have any fear whatsoever of hell. None. Okay. I, no,
1: but did you used to though? And then, um, when you were deconstructing, was that something that kind of did you work stayed? through it?
3: No, I just, I just. I just wasn't afraid of it. I don't know why. Oh, okay. I, I, yeah, interesting. I, well, see, I, I already knew that based on the, the theology I had before I left, I already knew that, you know, there's a case to be made that um, hell isn't a t- eternal torment. It's like, uh, it's Separation, like. Just, it's a de- right? it's a, Well, you're just destroyed and just gone. Uh, gone. And ha- it says specifically that, like, Satan and his angels will be burning forever and ever. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't specifically say that we are. So I don't know. I, I was just kind of like in this place where I was like not afraid of hell already, even okay. before I left because I was right. so calm. I was so sure that I was doing exactly what I knew how to do that I was just certain that there was no way God could could condemn me because I was so like if he condemns me then then fuck him you know like that's that's kind of why I was uh, hey he uh,
1: forgave Jeffrey Dahmer apparently so yeah yes, exactly yeah
3: yep mm. and so i don't know when when i realized it was <laughs> it was all bullshit and that hate the concept of like hell and hades was again predated christianity it was like a it came from dante's inferno and yep. that, you know. <laughs> which is a great game yeah all right <laughs> so yeah uh, no, I I don't know if I'm lucky or what, but I didn't really have lingering effects. like Okay. That.
2: Okay. Cool. Um, That's
3: I awesome. I think it's a total joke. I think it, I, I think yes. it's a total, and I know people don't feel that way, and it sucks for some people, but I just think it's so fucking stupid. It, it irritates me how stupid it is, honestly. But mm-hmm. not everyone's there yet, so I try not to. I try not to make people feel stupid mm. that are that are still in it. But right. Once you're out of it, you're just like god damn that was stupid you were know I mean? so kind you should. oh thanks dude thanks man compared to the
1: shit i post on
0: well i mean okay listen sometimes you have to point out how kind of like yeah. not smart they're being totally. Totally. you know so Definitely. we just do it in a terrible way oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all have our ways of dealing yeah, with it yeah
2: yeah
1: and my approach if you call yeah. it our approach uh is basically holding up a big mirror and just showing you how fucking stupid your beliefs are. I
0: think
3: that's a good that's approach.
1: That's just what I do.
0: <laughs> the, well, there's yeah. a good mix on TikTok. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, you know, and different people respond in different ways. And right. Sometimes, right. like, I know for me personally, when I was when I was, uh, you know, in Christianity still, and I was always arguing with every other denomination constantly. Um, I, you know. I don't even remember what I was gonna say.
1: <laughs> dun dun dun.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what the heck was I talking about? Oh um, I, I, I remember now I, I would get okay. triggered by something that someone would like sometimes people would be assholes, you know, and they, they would point out the flaw in my logic with an asshole tone. But mm-hmm. here's the thing at first I would be like, Well, fuck you, bitch, you know, I <laughs> would like it up. We tell my wife about it. you won't believe what this Pentecostal says anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 honestly i can't tell you how many times that led into me realizing that they're right it did it did many times planting Uh, a seed right exactly the seed still gets planted and Mm -hmm. it might at first it might be like oh you're an asshole but later they'll be like well shit but they're right though you know sometimes yeah
1: Yeah. (laughs) and and not to brag but i've had people actually write me on 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 facebook on tiktok uh Mm -hmm. that i Actually planted a seed in and it helped yeah. them with their deconstruction. So I'm like, okay, Perfect. cool.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So awesome. Yep. Yeah, I think I think a whole range of perspectives is healthy for everyone, you know? Yes. So
1: and yeah, nice. and and for people out there, don't be tone policing the way people react to their trauma, you know, the way mm-hmm. that if you're angry or you're being a dick or whatever, might not be your cup of tea, but mm-hmm you got to also understand that that's how they're reacting to their own trauma.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think <laughs> again, when when you're recovering from trauma, mm-hmm. anger is a good place to start. It really yes. is mm-hmm. because at least you're defending yourself. You're standing up for what you believe is true and right. Yes. And you're, you know, you're, you're not going to be destroyed anymore by this, by the, that type of abuse, you know? Yep. So. Yep. But,
2: uh,
3: yeah, man. Oof. Well, thanks, man. It. That was fantastic. Yeah, uh,
1: yes. So where can people find you?
3: So they can find me uh, on TikTok at bullet holes in the Bible right there. Okay. Boom. <laughs> and then uh, my YouTube channel is also called bullet holes in the Bible. Okay. And then also you can go to bulletholesinthebible.com in the dot com. I have a bunch of articles, series that I wrote there along with Sweet. links and, and uh, connections. And uh, yeah, that's that's the best way to find me.
1: That's fucking awesome. And then yeah. Boston Jest, they can look you up like on Spotify. That's right. Or... Bust
3: yeah, I'll have to send people. you my link tree. <laughs> yes. My, my link tree. Send it, me the oh, link yeah, tree. Yeah, you can That's what I want, and I'll
1: put it in the yep. description box of cool, this cool. episode. Easy, easy.
3: I, got, I just dropped a new single last week called Bustin' Jest, so hopefully everyone <laughs> checks it out.
1: Yes. I want to check it out. Me too. That sounds cool. And of course, one more time, recoveringfromreligion.com. Oh, I'm sorry. Org.org. Org, my bad. Okay. From religion.org, fantastic resource for, the, for those deconstructing, as well as their amazing hotline, 184 I Doubt It, which I hear is a 24-7 hotline run by mm-hmm. very well-trained volunteers. So Excellent. Yes. Yeah.
3: Well, thanks for having me, guys. I really had a lot yeah. of
1: fun. Yes. Well, we had a blast. Uh, yes. Don't go just yet. Don't go. Don't uh, go. And <laughs> we wanted to remind our listeners and our viewers that we do have a merch store if you know you know I can't wink oh, <laughs> we have some, some spicy shit uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> just so you know Justin there is a drawing uh, amazing drawing of Mel fucking Jesus in the ass yeah. uh, <laughs> she's
3: pegging him yeah pegging she's him. pegging Jesus yep. Uh, and
0: i'm in the back burning is eden burning eden with See, a gas I have can. priorities i, I want to yeah. peg jesus so badly so it's on my wall <laughs> it's framed on my wall but uh but yes you can get that as a poster and i, I have to recheck i think you can get it as a, as a t-shirt but but definitely a poster on there so
3: that's pretty uh that's that's art it that's, is art art is mm-hmm. supposed to invoke Emotional response.
0: Oh, other responses too, but you know. (laughs) Um, Also, please don't forget to subscribe to our channel, smash the like button, and hit the (laughs) notification bell so you don't miss any of our new episodes.
1: Episodes come out on Mondays, as you know, and they are still available as audio only. If you want to check it out, go to anchor.fm slash burningin666. Or you can just look them up on fucking Spotify, Apple Podcasts, cast box whatever the hell you use everywhere. for a podcast but we you should everywhere. be here at the fucking youtube come on listen I mean, if you only listen to the audio the audio only still go to the youtube hit subscribe and then go back to listening you know just just whatever Watching. but come on watch us goddamn it like- <laughs>
3: Engagement, damn it. Yes, please.
0: <laughs> the more engagement, the lower the shirt goes. Okay. So just saying. Uh don't forget to leave a voice message on Anchor. Uh, rating on Spotify, no less than five stars. No, if it's less than five stars, you believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. So um and don't forget to follow us on Twitter if it's still up and running correctly. Uh <laughs> our joint is at Baffin 666 mine is at Mel and his is at at, at Metal666.
1: And verified. soon we will be verified. <laughs> I <I'm just kidding.
0: laughs> mean, <laughs> I ain't giving Muskie any money.
1: Oh, I Fuck thought about it this morning, though. Don't
0: you fucking do it, bro. No, don't want... do it. Don't do it. <laughs> and
1: don't, don't forget do that we have a Patreon. If you would like to check it out, Ooh. we have a Patreon that you can subscribe to. We have different levels, starts at three bucks, sinner. <laughs> Uh, then we go to Heathen at six dollars and sixty-six cents. This is the most popular one. Mm -hmm. But you look at this, oh, the perks that you get at twenty bucks, you'll be a blasphemer. And there's one more on the bottom, diabolical for fifty bucks. He sends
0: you a left nipple picture, just saying. Just saying.
1: If you you send more, I will cut it off and I'll send it to you biblical At style oh, Judges I have a new 19.
0: Idea. no 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 I'll send you part of my uterus once it's oh, out oh, like, oh we can make th- necklaces d- those, d- those, d- those d- little
1: <laughs> you know vials oh
0: my god <laughs>
3: we're up the uterus thing right now <laughs>
1: <laughs> so for that one you go I to patreon.com slash and 666 yes. the link will be down in the description below and we also want to say a big thank you right two hold on i'm looking for the fucking thing uh oh there we go
0: we're we're professionals
1: we're professionals and yeah i'm the director and shit here apparently uh here we go we want to say a big thank you to our patrons on patreon ron h sabby a we love you sabby yes evelyn b and our friend chico 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 atheist chico that is his real legal name apparently
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> we also want to thank our supporters through Anchor, the OG. We want to thank uh, Robin M. and William N.
1: That is right. That's, yes. Uh, that's yeah. It, right? That, that's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That, that, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. Sick. Thank you for being on our shit show. Justin Bess.
3: You the best. Oh, my fucking God. That's a brand new joke I've never heard before.
0: It's so original, right? Like comedic genius stable genius here (laughs) i didn't put up with him i don't know
1: but anyway (laughs) all right well thank you so much for being here with us you're a fucking amazing oh dude i had a great time i'm glad uh you're my new friend now yay definitely cable guy
0: he thinks he he (laughs) is (laughs) friend
1: well that is what the lord wants amen 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 Amen.